Praise the Lord. Turn my voice box on here. Amen. Good, wasn't it? Turn over Psalms one thirty seven. They uh, asked one time if any good thing could come out of Nazareth, and Jesus did. Came out of Nazareth. Did any good thing come out of Logan? Amen. They just showed me they can. Good things come out of Logan. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for it. And I'm looking for better things to come out of Logan. Amen. Remember, we was working, working with a highway department there, and one of the boss men, muttering about low gap having to come up here and push snow. And I told him if it wasn't for low gap, Dobson wouldn't even be on the map. Amen. Bunch of us from low gap kept the courthouse up. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yes, they wouldn't even, wouldn't even be on the, on the. Hey, it's good. I want to say before I even start that Didn't you see how good the church has been to me at Mount Vernon? It's been many years here. We've had hardships, growing spells, and we've had shouting spells. You just got to hang in there and take the good with the, with the hurt. And God has blessed us at Mount Vernon. It's been, it's been my privilege to be here. Uh, Pastor's Appreciation Day there. Yesterday, and I couldn't thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't talk out in the wind. But I praise each and every one of you for being a part of us and helping us, lifting us up. Many times, many times, when we was losing the battle, y'all held my arms up, and we prevailed. We went on. God's been good to us. If you will stand, I'm gonna read the entire chapter of. 137th Psalms. Try to be as brief as possible. He said, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. That's my message right there. When we remember Zion. He said, We hanged our harps upon the willow in the midst thereof. And there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing of the Lord's song in a strange land? I forget thee. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her 
cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy, remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, Raise it, raise it, even to the foundation thereof. Should, O daughters of Babylon, who are to be destroyed, happy shall be, shall ye be. Happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Happy shall be, shall he be that taketh and dashes thy little ones against thy stone. Father, I ask you, God, to take this message and bless it. Use it. Plant it where you want it. Plant it, God. I ask you to touch my throat, God. I use this, oh boy, God, in the way that's pleasing unto thee. It will not fail. Give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated. I do again. I appreciate your presence. appreciate what God has done for us together over the years as a Christian God has showed me what a great community, what a great place that I live in and I hear it all the time of these drug heads here and drug heads there but I'm going to tell you there's people everywhere still worshiping and praising God in our community. It's a great place to raise our children. It's a great place to have worship service. It's a great place to be together with one another and he said and I didn't realize this I had to deal with this message had it on my mind all week and he said by the rivers of Babylon there we sat down yea we wept when we remembered Zion when we remembered Zion and I remember uh, we called it even uh, David's house in Zion. We can call it the church. Uh, we can call it uh, Jerusalem. Amen. But when they remembered uh, Zion and it said they were down by the rivers, not just one river, but by the rivers and the Tigris Euphrates, a river come right down uh, through Babylon. So they were blessed with water. They were blessed to have everything. But as they sat down beside out of the rivers of Babylon. They remembered uh, Zion. And today as we had oh, an old-fashioned day and remember a lot of the things uh, that went on back in our past uh, when we were uh, just a little boy. I remembered our churches and I thought about a Fisher Gap church there and uh, hardly any, anybody ever goes there anymore and the doors maybe once a month are opened and a few comes in, uh, but I, I dare say uh, that Avery could say uh, that he lived, Avery lived right behind uh, Fisher Gap Church, and I know I went through there as a boy, and the parking lot would be full, there wouldn't be any place to park, and I remember uh, my granddad spurling up in Allegheny County at, at Old Crab Creek Church, and I remember he wore his bib overalls, and Grandpa had a, a 
limp, but he went out with a cane, and he parked cars. Amen. It's been a long time since we've had to park cars at Mount Vernon Church. There's room for us. Amen. But it was something when they had homecoming, when they had old-fashioned day. Amen. When they come together. They even had five or six preachers, six or seven preachers come together. Amen. In the parking lot, and they would park all the way down to Grandpa's old store place. Amen. And they'd stay all, all day and worship God in spirit and in truth. And us boys would play around and we'd gain a little bit from the Word of God. We'd hear somebody asking a blessing over the food. I remember Will riding on an old dirt road riding a bicycle over the road gap. Amen. I remember a scholar Raymond, Noah Gardner one time, uh, both of them preaching at the same time. They may have jacked up a floor. I don't know, but Schuyler, they raised giants back in them days. Amen. Schuyler would probably weigh uh, 220, 240. I don't know. He's a big man. And Noah wasn't no little fellow. He's over 200. And they passed each other in the aisle. And I remember an old lamp sitting on the on the pulpit and that lamp finally got to nation and it turned. I thought it's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. And fellas never did lit up and I don't know how they changed gears, but the light turned and went right back into place. Amen. Some of those things I'll never forget. Amen. And I'm talking about in Zion. I'm talking about the house of God. I'm talking about the church of God. And they say put the children in daycare or put them in the back in the back, whatever you call that. What is that? Nursery. Nursery. We ain't got one. Amen. Bring the children out here and let them cry with with us. Let them shout with us. Let them learn how to worship God with us. Let them worship God. And I'm going to tell you, uh, they were down in captivity in Babylon. Amen. And they began to uh, to remember. And the reason that Nebuchadnezzar uh, took over is God took his hand off of uh, Jerusalem. God took his hand off of Israel. Amen. And Nebuchadnezzar come up and he took them bondage. And he tore down the walls of Jerusalem. And he tore down on the church house. And he took all the furniture and the godly plates and the things, the snuff dishes, the Bible said, that snuffed out the candles. And Nebuchadnezzar took it all the way down into the Chaldees country, into Babylon, because the children of Israel backed up on God. I don't know how many watched it last year. Yesterday evening was the last I saw, but I saw the Philistines down in Gaza, and they're shooting rockets into Israel. As far as I know, right now, it said thousands of rockets being shot into Israel. I'm talking about God's country, God's people, amen, and the Philistines are still against Israel. Back in 95, God blessed us to go to Israel, and he blessed us. We went on a tour bus down into Gaza, 
and it's like going uh, from uh, North Carolina into Virginia, and they had gates set up, checkpoints. We had to get off of the bus. They searched everything that we had, and I remember them telling us, and I thought about it strongly how many used to work in Galax from here, but a certain hour of the day in, in Gaza and Israel had a different tags, and a certain time of the day they had to come out of Israel and be back in Gaza. They couldn't work over there anymore. And I thought, as I come home, I can go to Virginia when I want to. I can go to South Boy, Carolina when I want to. We've been blessed with a free country. Amen. Amen. God has blessed us. And I believe as they sit down by the river and they begin to meditate and they begin to think of what they had in Israel. And I begin, they begin to remember some old church services and they begin to remember some of the blessings of God and the protection of the wall that was around them. I'm glad for the wall that God has had around them. Oh, brother, for several years, Satan would have took us out with heart attack, with sickness, with cancer. Amen. But God had his hand on us. He built a wall. If God takes that wall down, I'm in destruction. I'm glad many times uh, these boys don't remember me as a drunk. They remember me as a scout leader. Amen. Amen. After God saved my soul. Uh, but I remember uh, what I remember. Amen. When I didn't know Zion. When I didn't know uh, Jerusalem. Uh, when I didn't know about Israel. When I didn't know about Jesus. I'm glad I'd heard, heard about Jesus. Jesus. But in 1968, well, glory to God, a church when I was introduced to Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Redeemer of the world, and he set up a book in my heart. He gave me salvation, amen, something to shout about. And I've been protected ever since. I believe they sat down by the river and they began to meditate. And they thought, here we are in bondage, amen. And if I'd only served God when I was in freedom, when I had the church in Israel, when I was sitting in Jerusalem, when I could have went to church, when I wanted to, I could drink water when I wanted to. I was in freedom. But here I sit in bondage. I, I can't go where I want to go. I can't do what I want to do. Can I tell you something? The American church has been blessed. We've been taken care of. We've been overly blessed to worship when we wanted to worship. Amen. Glory to God. Come to church when we wanted to. But let me tell you something. Only we can play around and begin to worship false gods and get in trouble. When God takes his hand off of us, we are in trouble. I look at some of the churches today, talked to some last week, and we did a funeral 
three or four weeks ago in the old uh, Round Peak Primitive up at this church, my friend, and you can't hardly get nobody there. And we've got so tight, we won't pay tithes. Amen. And we ain't got enough money uh, to keep the cemeteries mowed. That's how far backwards America has come. But Avery, you know it's a fact. It's a shortage of money there where your people are buried. It's a shortage of money to keep the cemetery up. And we've took our money and went on vacation. We took our money and done what we wanted to do. I'm going to tell you, there's some old saints laying in this cemetery. And there's some in the cemeteries in Logan. I remember Liberty Church as I was a boy. And we'd walk down. And they were standing outside. They wouldn't room for the children to sit down. Today there's probably a 20. What's wrong today? Jesus said, except there come a falling away, there'll be no need for him to come back. He said, if the righteous scarcely be saved, who shall the sinner and the ungodly appear? I need to put on the crown of righteousness that God give me and live right and walk right and be a light in my community. Community. I need to let other world know, sis, that Jesus Christ lives in my life, that the world don't mean nothing to me. I don't need the world to survive. I just need Jesus. I need to tell him and be an example of what I say, that Jesus will take care of you in your sickness, in your trouble. I thought about, and I want us to listen to the word of God. Thank you, brother. That's why I need my brothers and sisters to take care of me. And he said, by the rivers of Babylon there, we sat down. Yea, we wept. They cried when they remembered Zion. I thought about every one of you have had a little crying spell by yourself when you missed dad or you missed mom or you lost a child or maybe a grandpa. Mm. We sat down and remembered those things. I sit down, Ken, sometimes, and I think of those I've helped in funerals and those that have come to Mount Vernon Church, and it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And I'm going to tell you something else breaks my heart. I'm sitting there beside the rivers of Babylon, and I begin to remember one that used to pray for me. They used to sit on the front row and pray for me. And when they sung the old songs of Zion, they'd raise their hands. Amen. When they enjoyed it, they'd clap. They'd say amen. And they'd get excited. Bless God, dear. My preacher used to say, they're drier last year's bird nest. Amen. They ain't worth nothing. They ain't serving God. Their testimony has fell apart. 
they forgot that God redeemed them. Somewhere they'll sit down by the river of Babylon. Amen. It might be in North Carolina. And they're going to remember the times they had in church. What a privilege. What a privilege, Butch. It's been for God. And before we add it on, sit right back here as a deacon. God, let me have. It was a privilege have a seat in the house of God to fill the seat. It was mine. God gave it to me. I was the only one could fill that seat because God gave it to me. I got a place in heaven that's mine. It ain't no, <laughs> it ain't nobody else's. It's mine because Jesus died that I could have it today. Bless God, I need to live worthy of that. I need to act like a Christian, talk like a Christian, be like a Christian, dress like a Christian, and be where Christians ought to be. Glory to God. This thing is important today. Many people come through this church and keep it open before we got here. The old church down on the bank, they keep it open before we got here. I remember many times, I remember in a Christmas play, and I was a little feller, and we walked to Mountain View Church. Amen. And I was in a Christmas plate at them little corduroy breeches. And when you get nervous, stick your hand in them corduroy breeches. My pockets weren't there. I thought, why in the world have my corduroy breeches on backwards? I had to do this. <laughs> Amen. I was so nervous. Come down. Little bitty fella. Mountain View. It ain't handy. The pockets ain't made. <laughs> pockets ain't made to be like that. But we got through that, and I'm going to tell you something. I never spent a drunk time that I didn't remember that Jesus, and I was afraid. I was afraid in my drunk times. What if I die like this? The Holy Ghost had visited me from the time I was probably six, and I said no. And I ended up a total drunk, laying in the floor. Jesus Remember, <laughs> if I was able, I'd just run. It ain't Baptist. It ain't Baptist. But bless God, he remembered me. I turned him away. Wouldn't let him in my house. He come and knocked. How about it, James? Oh, glory to God. I said, James won't ever do it. James did do it. Amen. James did do it. He's been faithful as a clock ticking. Them Lawson's already edited, ain't you, brother? Amen. You know him. Amen. Just faithful as a clock ticking. He said, they sat down by the river and they began to remember some things. I could go through a great list, but I'm going to go on. And he said in the third verse, for they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us Took everything we had. Required of us mirth or money or, or perfume or oil or something that we had. Saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. 
sing us one of the songs of Zion. These were down in Babylon. They were they were sinners, if you'll have it that way, and they had carried them captive. But they still knew that those out of Israel had a song. There was a song. Sing us one of the songs of Zion, of the coldest day that I've ever had. I love to hear the song of Zion, Amazing Grace, Amazing Grace of God, the meanest day that I ever had. I wanted to hear something about the amazing grace of God, the long suffering of Christ, that he would wait on me and give me a little more time. Today is the day of salvation. This could be uh, the last day that we could ever have. This could be uh, the time that we don't have no more. This could be uh, the day uh, that we don't are uh, not able to sing the song anymore. And he said, and he said in the second verse, I done went off and missed it. He said, We hang our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. Doug, how many times? How many times, Doug? I don't know how long you've been uh, singing with them, but you thought, I'm going to put this thing in the case. I'm going to put it behind the door, and I ain't going to sing no more. Lord Shula come up in church singing. Rabbin, Caldwell, and the pitch pipe. How many times have you thought, I just ain't going back. There's more trouble in church than anywhere I've ever been. <laughs> Where I got whipped the worst was in the bar room. I got left laying on the side of the mountain up there in the Curve 89 Snowbird. How many times have you thought, I remember Dennis's daddy, Jr., 40 years old, playing softball. I said, Lord God, that old man, 40 years old out there playing ball, he'll break all the pieces. He'll break, but he didn't. Here I got 40, and I never broke. But how many times, Dennis, have you not wanted to feel the seat that daddy said? There's been times I don't think I can handle it no more. There's been times, Jerry, I didn't think I could get up. And I believe Logan's been good for you. I appreciate you. How many times have we wanted to just sit at home, lay in the bed, thought I never had another message? Tell it, preacher. And they said, sing us a song. I don't know how to explain this to you. But sometimes your pastor gets down. Every pastor gets down. And you know somebody's wanting to hear a message. You know God is sending you. But you ain't really got a message burning in your heart. And you think, well, what am I going to do? And you come and stand in the same place. And it rose like it never rolled before. And it just poured out. And the blessings of God. People don't shout like they used to. I don't shout like I used to. I don't. 
I don't even talk out loud like I used to. Amen. But I'm still trying. Still trying. God, God is good to us. Read what he said. They hanged our harps upon the willow in the midst thereof. And there they carried us away captive, required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us a song of Zion. And they asked him forth first, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And I thought, I want to go back to this because it, it all happened as, as an old-fashioned day in it. And it all happened as, as it's written in Psalms. And it all happened. And as the Philistines sitting there in Gaza and rockets, some may have listened to it since. The last I heard, 20-some killed and hundreds wounded. Would we have come to church this morning if the rockets were coming? If we were expecting to get knocked off the road I'm going to tell you, we covered up and shut up. And we've let Corona-19 close us down. There's no church come back to where it one time was. We let that little thing. I remember well, they took us in, in 1995 and in the, in the 93 war, and they took us in the parts of Israel and showed us where the Scud missiles came through. Neighbors, you can read all back through the Old Testament. There was thousands killed. And it didn't say just men. It said men, women, and children. One place I remember well, 185,000 wiped out. That God wiped out. I'm going to tell you, I need to be ready. I need to walk. And I'm going to tell you something. Do you think those rockets are just going as sinners and not hit a Christian? They're some Christian Jews. Those rockets are coming into Israel. Those, those rockets are wiping out people. Oh, that can't happen to America. Our trade centers couldn't fall. No, we're too, we got too much radar. We got too much technology. We know that we can know when they're coming. You don't know. Jesus said he don't even know. Only God in heaven knows when Jesus is coming back. And it's going to be like that in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. It's going to be as lightning shineth out of the east, even unto the west. So is the coming back of the Son of Man. Are we ready? He said, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? I'm going to read 5 and 6. I'm going to quit. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. They said, never the river. And they said, if I forget Jerusalem, their birthplace, their church place, they were remembered Zion. And they said, if I forget it, let my right hand quit. Let my right hand not work no more. Let it become and let it just stop. 
Don't let it work. And he goes on to say, If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. You reckon that's what's happened to me? You reckon I forgot to praise God a little extra? I try to everywhere I go. At least I can face somebody. I try my best. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy. Baptist, let me tell you something. That hits you. That I prefer Jerusalem, Zion, the church, above my chief joy. Amen. That's the word of God. Me and Janet was in Galax a few days ago. Sometimes, sometimes she embarrasses me, telling me to shut up. But uh, <laughs> this girl we known, I tried to witness to her, and she got out of church. She said she got out of church, and we'd learn her first name. And she walked by, and she just barely grunted. Y'all know people like that. She just barely grunted. I said, "There's something wrong with her, Mama." She come by time or two just like that, and I thought. There ain't as many people in here as there usually is. I said, come here. <laughs> I said, come here a minute. I said, uh, what's your problem? <laughs> I said, I said you, you haven't problem and you sleep good last night. I said, I'm Bill, I'm your buddy. She went telling us some of her problems and about it. She's a waitress. And I know there's people waiting on her, but about seven or eight, ten minutes later, she quit telling me what her problems. But we were laughing and joking and carrying on. So, Doug, if I pass you and I don't speak, stop them and say, what's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> say, didn't you see me? Sometimes I don't see you no more. But we need each other. Trent, I need you like when I pass you on that old tractor, wave at me. If you don't know who it is, wave it out. Might be somebody. We need each other. There's sickness in our homes. There's lost in our families. There's people who don't know Jesus, and it's because we ain't told them. If Jesus is first in my life, if Jerusalem, Jesus said, and I'd have to hunt that scripture, but he said, I got my face towards Jerusalem. He was heading to Jerusalem, and there wasn't nothing going to stop him. He had his face turned towards Jerusalem. I need my face towards the church. I need my face towards the Word of God. I need my face into where the lost people are, letting them know about Jesus. I'm sure y'all are just like me. You said probably 112 never got saved in South Carolina. But I'm going to tell you, I've had some get down here, didn't get saved either. Amen. They just make a move, won't join the church, never see them again. But somebody's getting saved. You know what they said? They said, I wouldn't never make it too. They said he's got a false religion, and they said he's got it like they called a man's name in low cap. They said he'd be just like him. He'll be out in no time. Amen. By the grace of God, one year I went back. I said, what do you think of my Jesus? What do you think of my salvation? Amen. 
two years I went back. It wasn't long. It wasn't long. Several years down the road, the man come to me. He said, you know, it's Jesus things. All right. He's my boss man. He's in the grave now. I had the privilege to see him baptized up here in the old pinky hole. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Mm. Glory be unto God. What all we shout? We have forgot. We've not remembered Zion. Do you remember this instant where Jesus came to your house? When he came to you and spoke to you and called you out. I said I was going to quit. And I'm just going, I'm just going to quit in Psalms. I'm going to read some more. Amen. I didn't mean to. hope I didn't mislead you. Turn over to Acts 16. He said, when they sit down by the river, I thought I'll use Henry. I believe he said he had 36 more months of chemo. He could sit down by the river and cry in self-pity and never get no help. But he can say, I believe every shot of chemo is going to do its job and I'm going to revive. I'm going to step up. Amen. The same thing in my life. Anybody can sit down. I had a granny. I love granny to death. I sat down and got her testimony. Listened to her. Died at 96, 97 years old. But from the time I said that high, Granny was sick. She sat in the chair. She would not grow. She wouldn't go nowhere. Grandpa died. My uncle died. Daddy died. Granny's still living. Granny's still living. But she just, she was just sick in her mind. She wouldn't get out of that chair. And she wouldn't go. I said, from the time I was a little bitty boy, I don't want to be like that. I want to be feel good. I want to, I ain't lying to you. I feel pretty good this morning. And I'm considering everything. I feel, I feel pretty good. And I praise God that I'm able. Turn over quickly. They asked the question. They asked a question sitting down by the river. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And we come to Psalms. Jump from Psalms over to the 16th chapter of Acts. And he said in the 16th chapter of Acts in the 25th verse, it says up there before that they'd beat Paul and Silas. They'd brought them openly and beat them and thrashed them and the blood was coming out of them. And then they sent them uh, into, into the prison. And he said at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. Foothills Quartet, y'all have sung praises to me. My eyes where I cried is burning, where the tears run down. I praise God for that. Some of you may have some sickness or afflictions or some hardships, but you come on and you sung. And it says here, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sung praises unto God, and the prisoners 
hurt them. They were in jail and they didn't give up. They were in jail for a righteous reason, for uplifting uh, Jesus. And the doors had been shut, and there it was at midnight. They wasn't thinking about their stripes and their sores and the blood running out. And poor little me, I'm locked in and I'm shut down. They were singing and praising God, giving God glory. I'm going to tell you, our problem won't be near as bad if we will praise God. I remember some hardships I went through and God opened some doors that I could clear my mind and praise God with somebody else that had a problem. God will send you somewhere to lift you up. And there they sat in jail and they began to sing. Amen. And the prisoners heard them. Let's go to the 26th verse. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. It wasn't only uh, just Paul and Silas's bands. It wasn't just their prison door. Every door in the prison opened. Can you imagine the thought on that old jailer? He knew his life was at hand and the doors began to come open and the grounds are shaking. Amen. And the chains and the shackles on their feet just began to pop loose. Can you imagine what a racket it was. I'd say they, all them bars are clanging, the pots and the pants are clanging. Amen. The shackles coming loose from their feet. I'd say there wasn't a man in the house asleep because the power of God had moved. They didn't quit because they were in jail. They didn't quit because they were in bondage. They didn't quit because they were sick. They began to sing praises unto God and the doors began to swing open and the old boys didn't even run out. They knowed who had set them free. They knowed when they went in to prison who would set them free. Only today American churches has quit praising God. I'm not talking about get a praise group together. I'm talking about every one of you. How many of you? Has everybody got a right arm? Has everybody got a right arm? Raise it up. Praise God. Give God praise, honor, and glory. Amen. We could have been in a hell today. This might open a door for somebody else. Can I tell you, I'm sure some of those old boys in prison probably deserve to be there. But every door opened. The jailer brought out his sword, going to kill himself. Paul said, hey, don't do that. We're all here. We ain't gone nowhere. I'd like to read that whole story. But I know I know y'all are tired. I'm beginning to get that way. And Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, do thyself no harm. We're all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came them trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? That's how simple it is. Neighbor, he was a, a Roman soldier 
that had helped, no doubt, help beat Paul and Silas, guarded him, taking orders from the sergeants, keep them, watch over them, don't let them out, don't just put them in the outer prison, put them in the inner prison. Oh, glory to God. Can I tell you, God can open the inner prison. There's not a drug addiction nowhere that God can't open. There's not an alcoholic, sex addict nowhere that God can't open the door if we'll only let him. I'm going to read one more verse and I'll quit. I'd like to preach a hour and a half, but I can't. And he said over in Hebrews 2, Hebrews 2, 11 and 12, and I promise you I'll quit. I'm going to say it's been good to be here, but as that old jailer, he sings something in that song. He heard something about Jesus by those men obeying God. What if they'd have went in and Paul said, I'm beat to death. I got stripes and blood running out of me. I've got to get some sleep. I can't. Have y'all ever said that? I've got to have some sleep. I said that about 2 o'clock this morning. I've got to have a little bit of sleep, Lord. I've got to have. But he didn't do it. He went singing and praising the Lord. Praising the Lord. Sometimes we just need to get out of bed in the middle of the night and praise the Lord. Give Him honor and glory for what He's done for us. Hebrews 2, 11 and 12. For both He that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause He is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. The jailer said, what must I do to be saved? We find that the jailer and his house got saved. We find that night, so it must have been after midnight, they went down to the creek and baptized them. They come back to the jailer's house. Mm. They come back to the jailer's house and they cooked them a meal and they all sat down and ate together. Can I tell you something? And they went back, and the sergeant and them and the rulers said, let them go. Paul said, no. said, you, you judged us in front of the people. said, you take us back before the people. We ain't going to leave. We ain't going to leave till you see that we're serving God. Every one of us, if we'd been in jail all night and the doors was open, we'd have left there flying. Yeah, we wouldn't even got our coat. We'd have left there barefooted. Amen. Paul said, I ain't going nowhere. And when they found out they were Romans, they knew they had made a mistake. I said it, and I should keep my mouth shut. But in this past year, I witnessed to two fellers younger than me. And I mentioned it 
Wednesday night. I can't get it off my mind. Did I witness enough? I invited them to church. Invited them to come worship with us. They're both dead today. They're both dead today. I said, oh, maybe we'll come one of these days. Uh, the church fall down if I come in. I never even seen a piece of sheetrock crack when y'all come today. Amen. Just an excuse why we ain't going to come. I'm going to give this and I'm going to hush. I can't get it off my mind. It's been there a year or more. But the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, and I've studied, I preach it every Sunday, if the Lord let me. But one scholar, historian, said they could have probably made the trip from Goshen, Egypt, to Jericho in 11 or 12 days. And I can't tell you all this is facts, but as I looked it up, it's roughly 280 miles. And another one said they got up to Kadesh Barnes and they were there like 38 years. Can you imagine in a total desert for 38 years because you muttered and complained? When you could have crossed over Jordan into a land flowing with milk and honey, we'll say 15 days, we'll give them a sick day. Roughly 15 days they could have crossed Jordan. Wiped out Jericho. Took over the land flowing with milk and honey. But they run up and down in the desert. Today I see America running up and down in the desert. I see it's not on stable ground. I, I ain't come back here to just preach to y'all. I do this every Sunday. I, I can't see my people from up yonder. I got to see who's here. See if they're grinning, frowning. What they got? If they're playing the babies or listening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Think about how much time we've wasted. There's one nursing home in, in Mount Erie. Y'all know Mike Lowe. Laying flat down on the floor. I just cried. I couldn't help but cry when I got down to pray with him. He knew me. Greg King built a 390 engine. Set it down in my Ford pickup. There he lays, can't speak a word. Younger than I am. Johnny Gerald, Quincy Gerald's boy, painter. Laying down there in the nursing home. Mickey's brother, Daryl. What's he, 80? Yeah. I believe that's what he told me. 80. Remembered him in our wild days, in the nursing home. They think I ain't going to praise God. The smell's awful. Everything around there's awful. They ain't got enough help. 
here I am come to church. If y'all catch me complaining, hold me in over my mouth. Amen. God has been good to me. Amen. He's allowed me. Praise the Lord. He's allowed us, Roger. Amen. You just take another victory lap if you want to. And we are. Uh, no two will worry you out, but lay with it, brother. Think about it. That man was laying there dying. They put him in a nursing home, said he'd never come back home. Bless God, there he is. There he is in church. Don't tell me we ain't still got a God. That doctor looked me dead in the eye. He said, you probably won't ever talk again. I remember when I woke up, I seen a clock on the wall. I said, what time is it? I said, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking. I ain't quit yet. I ain't quit yet. Yeah, Mike. Amen. God's able. When they say you can't, show them through Jesus you can. He had needles, bags, family crying, give out. You look right there. Amen. Sit over in the nursing home a little while and look right there. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Christopher, you old big man. If you went to the doctor and you wasn't feeling good, he said, You're going to have to go to the nursing home. She can't take care of you. Looks like you got six months to live. It wouldn't matter whether they would have split or not, would it, brother? If you didn't get the hay in, you wouldn't care. If I'm talking to me, mine told me this week, it don't matter whether cars washed or not. I said, I know, but I'd want to wash it. Yeah. I can go to heaven with a dirty car. I ain't going to take it no way. Think about how foolish we are. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? I was trying to count this week, and and I think 10 or 11, 12 foreign countries, God's blessed me to get in and out of. Under interpreters, what? Interpreters trying to follow me preaching, can you imagine? And God spared us. And I remember a place in Cuba. They were sitting there in the southeastern Cuba with their mouth open. Just like you said in prison. Some girls in prison. Girls is getting mean. They've had to open up new prisons, new sale blocks in Surrey County. Because girls are getting mean. She said they come running want to hear the gospel. In Jamaica, over 200 people in attendance. And there's one van that we rode in and the preacher's car. And the rest walked to church. I probably wouldn't be here but now if I'd had to walk from Logab. Oh, we're blessed. And we don't give God praise. The jailer asked, what must I do to be saved? come to Jesus he come to Jesus went right on to the creek (laughs) 
I appreciate that, buddy. Amen. She knows that. Did you hear her? She said, you people praying. It's the reason he's here today. God heard somebody wrong. The prayer bells of heaven. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, so. Stand your feet, if you will. The altar's open for whosoever will. The Bible said, He that's sanctified and he that sanctifieth are all of one. So we're, we're no different. We're all of one. The altar's for us, for you and I. Page 81, just like you are. Just like you are. Come on, just like you are. That's good, buddy. Come on, as God, as the Lord speaks to us. Just like you are. Today could be the day of salvation for you. Like you are. Appreciate you, appreciate this church that come. I appreciate 
Foothill Quartet coming. It's a blessing to me today to hear them. A blessing to see old hometown boys. Kenneth Kagan's got a picture of uh, our scout troop. I think it was 69 or 70. He's got a picture there. Y'all can see what Boots looked like when he was 12, 13. Anything else on anybody's mind? Yeah, I remember Trent's brother, Lowell, he's Lowell passed on. He was wide open. I remember Caldwell come to me. He said, now he's old boy. I said, I know, we'll take care of him. Well, he, Ronnie Dolphinball started out of the pup tent. Lord hit him right between the eyes with his fist. Ronnie rolled back the tent. So I got Ronnie out, and I put Trent in the tent and zipped it up. And the rest of us sat around the campfire. We roasted marshmallows, whatever we wanted to do. He was begging. Oh, Trent was begging. I mean, Lord was begging. Let me out of this tent. <laughs> he said, I'll dig the trains. I'll get wood. I'll do whatever. Just get me out of this tent. So he was in bondage for about three hours. But as far as I know, he never hit Ronnie anymore. <laughs> Amen. We're all boys. <laughs>